For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. With your host, Andrew Donaldson, this is Heard Tell. Uh, welcome back to Her Tale. Okay, she is back. You can see her. She's right there if you're watching on YouTube. For you folks on the podcast, just have to take my word for it until she starts talking. She's actually in Alaska because she works for the Alaska Policy Forum as she talks to us today. Uh, she's also our West Virginia correspondent. Boy, you've got it covered side to side in the lower 48 and Alaska both, don't you? Quinn Townsend's back. How are you? Good. How are you? You're all over the place. How do you keep track? Like, um, Alaska and West Virginia are very similar in their energy policies, so that helps. Um, <laughs> Just not the time <laughs> difference and the amount of daylight. Yes, yes. Which is it right now? Is it the too much daylight or too much darkness? Which time of the year are we in in Alaska right now? Um, it's not too bad right now. It's about how it is um, out east, although it's still it's seven o'clock in the morning here and it's still very dark. So. <laughs> love it if you ever get a chance to go to alaska or west virginia both of those places need to be on your bug list especially right now in the fall in west virginia it's just gorgeous uh let's talk west virginia um everybody's favorite u.s senator joe manchin everybody's hero to hate um this policy of his where he's trying to get this um reform done here's what happened let me just nutshell this before we get into the actual policy is the policy never got discussed because it was Build Back Mansion and the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. And he got that through with the understanding he would get consideration on this bill. And then when he didn't, the, the news media and the commentariat just went, ha, 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 Manchin didn't get what he wanted. And they moved on. But underneath that, there was actually a policy that whether you agreed with it or not, I think it's worth at least discussing. And that really got lost in all the national narrative, didn't it? Yeah, it really did. Yeah, so just widely, broadly speaking, um, permitting reform would require faster approval of permits. So energy production permits, typically, um, that's not just fossil fuel, although that's what everyone throws around. But that also um, includes wind, solar, geothermal, hydropower, all of the energy production projects have to go through rigorous environmental studies and permitting approval, and they can take many, many years and millions of dollars, depending how large the project is. And so permitting reform would simply require, there would still be environmental processes and approval, but there would be a requirement to make it faster. Um, because when it takes five, six, seven years to get something approved when we need it next year, that's really not helpful for Americans who are struggling with their energy bills. Yeah, uh, Quinn Townsend joining us. This isn't just about building stuff, though, too. This applies to all federal regulation. 
you used a real life catastrophe example in your pieces and real clear energy. We'll link to it. Like always read the whole thing. She's got a ton of links in here that you need to click through, read all them too. The Caldor fire out in California in 2021, the investigative report on that found quote unquote regulatory delays and the U S forest service made some mistakes on top of it as part of the blame for this. So the U S forest service of course is a federal institution. It's just like anything else in the government. It affects things like this as well, where they're trying to do things like land clearing, proper forest management. That all can, that involves construction. That often involves third-party contractors, things like this. So it's not mm -hmm. just pipelines and energy. That's a real-world thing that really affects people's lives, and it's another example of something that needs to be sped up, especially before you have a crisis, because you got to prevent forest fires. There's not a lot you can do once they start. Right. Yeah. Why did you go to that example other than just it's so glaring of like the government screwed this up and, you know, acres and acres of land burned up? I think for everyone out West, particularly, um, it's just a very stark example. It was a tragedy. And all of a lot of these fires, um, very large wildfire fires can be, if not prevented, at least they could have been much smaller if um, the Forest Service and other um, agencies involved in land management were able to do what they needed to do um, to clean up forests uh, to prevent wildfires being worse, which everyone who lives out west and has experienced the smoke or, God forbid, even had to leave their homes, that's, that's people's lives and livelihoods that the wildfires affect. Townsend joining us. You you hit on something in the beginning of that, though, out west. Part of the problem with federal regulation is we have a big, diverse country. You know, yeah. wildfires in California are different than wildfires in the Smoky Mountains or the Appalachians. Uh, there's water issues out west in California, the southern deserts, Nevada. There's a big water problem. The northeast doesn't have a water problem, but they've got other regulatory. So, you know, the north, south, the southern border. We have a diverse country. That's going to require some diverse regulatory reform on things like this part of speeding it up too is when you have trying to do a one-size-fits-all for something this big the bureaucratic machine's going to grind to a halt just out of the inertia of trying to do that this would give us a little bit more flexibility right absolutely yes and um senator mansion's version of permitting reform didn't include as much um involvement with states but the other west virginia senator senator capito I think I pronounced that correctly. She also introduced a permitting reform bill called the START Act, um, which I prefer. I think it goes a little bit further. And she includes um, some more reforms that include more state participation in this permitting reform because states know what they need better than the federal government does typically. Yeah. And part of this thing with the states when it comes to regulatory reform like this is the partnership between the states and the feds is somewhat broken right now. So mm -hmm. when you look, whether it's starting, that's not a perfect bill either, and neither is Ban Manchin's proposal. No, no. 
but this is a part of our government. We talk about Washington doesn't work and our state governments don't work. Well, one of the reasons Washington don't work and state governments don't work is they were designed to work together. And when they don't, neither functions properly. And that's part of this conversation, whether it's regulatory or something else that gets glossed over way too quick, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, that's a really good point. I think um, I think part of it is overreach on one side. It's hard to be a good partnership if one side of the partnership is trying to do everything, which I would argue is the federal government. I'm sure not everyone agrees with that, but um, especially in terms of federal dollars. So everyone's taxpayer dollars. The federal government um, has a lot of control over what states do when the federal government gives them money. Yeah. And it comes down to the money. Quinn Townsend joining us. Um, Congress, of course, when you're talking regulatory form, you're not just talking process, you're talking allocations of funding. There's usually contracts involved in this. Is there a quick, clean way to get through this? There never is with Congress, but something like regulatory form, which seems to have some momentum behind it, because everybody's kind of, especially after COVID, everybody kind of realized how much the regulatory state not only exists but how arbitrary some of it is because we can just turn it on and off on a whim when crisis comes right mm -hmm. is there a better way to discuss something like this so like like we opened with mansion brought this up he was doing it as a political wheel and deal and then people just kind of laughed it off because they personally either liked or didn't like what he did with the mother bill and the policy got lost how do we highlight these policies because you know if you're for it or against it this seems like a much more important conversation than whether joe mansion got what he wanted in the political grand scheme of things right Absolutely. Yeah. My dream in my dream world, it would be that policies were important to people because they were um, because they were good or bad and they weren't good policies aren't attached to political maneuvers like like mansions was. Um, unfortunately, I don't think that's our reality right now. Um, so I'm not sure if there's I wish and hope that there's a there's a way to just talk about the policy and why it's permitting reform is important for the U.S., but um, it seems that good policy is always attached to politics. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, they aren't, though. Uh, Quinn Townsend joining us. When we look at this overall picture, whether it's the start, which is a Republic Republican proposal, Joe Manchin obviously proposed this. When we're looking at this, whether it's the Republican proposal or Joe Manchin's proposal, we have these big, dreamy, buzzwordy things clean energy, energy reform, you know, the EV revolution, all this stuff. To get there, folks are going to want to use regulation. It seems to me prudent that we stop before we go to the dream world stuff and go, do we even know how to do basic regulation before you go to regulate your choice, you know, pick whatever you want, because everybody has their own things they want the government to regulate and give them because they want that power, right? We should have a little bit more uniform understanding of how, when, and why to regulate things before we go to that buzzwordy dream world, right? Like you were saying. Sure, I think um, I think that's part of what some of these permitting reform bills do is just roll back some of the unnecessary um, regulations, or at least decrease the impact of the regulations um, that are that are holding innovators back in the U.S. Yeah, Quinn Townsend. Uh, she's writing in real clear energy about this. Um, the mansion proposal is obviously dead. We opened with that because people were joking with it. The START Act is probably DOA because it's, you know, it got caught in the wash as well. 
but we are going to have a new Congress coming in January. We don't know the shape of it. We know the Senate's probably still going to be close or tied. We know the House is probably going to go Republican. Is there going to be any movement for regulatory reform in this fashion uh, coming up, do you think? I certainly hope so. I think um, it seems to me that Republicans are making it more clear to the nation that they are interested in being a part of this overall environmental conversation rather than just saying the environment's fine because that's traditionally that's kind of what um the average person thinks that republicans don't care about the environment and aren't interested in engaging in this climate change conversation um, and i think conservatives in general are making it more clear that they are interested in being a part of that conversation yeah, I think so, too. We keep covering it. We keep having new folks on. I think I think some of this is the language is starting to change. I think it's a generational shift as well. Quinn Townsend mm-hmm. uh, back with us, normally our West Virginia correspondent for the Alaska policy folks, which he's actually in Alaska today. Uh, between your travels and until we get you back on again, let folks know where they can follow you, keep up with you and what you got going on, my friend. Sure. So I'm the policy manager at Alaska Policy Forum. So if you're interested in in Alaska policy stuff, our website is a great place to see my work. Um, If you're interested in my energy and environment um, work, I'm on Twitter at Quinn Townsend numeral one. I think there's an underscore. I'm not super active on Twitter, but that's where you can find me online. Yep. And she's another one of our great young voices contributors. Always enjoy having her on. We'll keep having her on. Look forward to talking to you again when you get back to the lower 48 and a little bit warmer weather. Quinn Townsend, thank you so much for the time, my friend. Thanks for having me on. Yes, ma'am. Now let me see you go off like a bomb.